you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. I'm Austin Cross. Join me for LAist's new live event series with the James Beard Foundation. We are where we eat. We'll go behind the scenes of LA restaurants. The kickoff event is May 22nd. Tickets at LAist.com slash events. LAist Studios. Today on the LA Report, sunny skies above, lots of storm damage to clean up below. We'll have a storm assessment plus a forecast for you. A candidate for a seat on the school board at LA Unified is apologizing for social media likes. And LAPD Chief Michael Moore makes his last appearance on Air Talk a week ahead of his retirement from the force. It's Wednesday, February 21st. I'm Nick Roman. This is the LA Report from LA State 89.3. Well, our latest rainstorm has moved on. Mostly sunny skies above for the rest of the day today and into the weekend. But look at what that storm left behind. Hillsides that have soaked up water like sponges but are slipping and sliding like wet bars of soap. There's a section of the Palos Verdes Peninsula known as the Portuguese Bend Landslide Complex that's slowly moving and taking homes with it. LAist reporter Yusra Farzan says city officials in Rancho Palos Verdes have now asked Governor Gavin Newsom to declare a state of emergency. The Portuguese Bend Landslide Complex has seen unprecedented land movement in recent months, prompting the council's unanimous vote. By calling for the state of emergency, city officials said it would allow them to bypass state permit requirements and expedite repair work like filling fissures. City officials also want Governor Newsom to ask President Joe Biden to declare the area a federal disaster so it can open it up to federal funds. According to the city, the landslide complex is the largest, most active landslide in North America. For LA's 89.3, I'm Yusra Farazan. The saturated slope above a section of railroad tracks in San Clemente is still moving. It shifted about a foot yesterday, much more than the inch or two before the latest storm. LA'st reporter McKenna Sievertson says work crews are keeping a close eye on those tracks and on the slope. Parts of the track were covered in a plastic tarp to protect it from the wet weather, but that didn't stop water from seeping into the soil. The Orange County coastal areas got less than three inches of rain, but just a little extra moisture can be a big headache for the OC Transportation Authority and Metrolink. Crews kept an eye on the tracks overnight, but it's still considered stable, and freight trains were scheduled to pass through. LA's reporter McKenna Sievertson, those freight trains move through that section of track at very slow speeds. For now, passenger trains are not running through San Clemente. The Orange County Transportation Authority plans to build a wall to hold back the slope, and that work might begin next week. The last drenching we got overnight from this storm did its usual number on the Pacific Coast Highway and the Canyon Roads in Malibu. Mudslides have PCH closed from Corral Canyon Road to Latigo Canyon. Mudslides have also closed Malibu Canyon Road in both directions from Payuma to Potter. That prompted Pepperdine to cancel its classes today. 
The streets that run through the Sepulveda Basin Recreation Area in the San Fernando Valley are still flooded and still closed. And Mulholland Drive in the Hollywood Hills is still closed and will be for a long time between Skyline and Beaumont. That road is damaged and repairs are going to take weeks. When we come back, a candidate for a seat on the school board at LA Unified is apologizing for social media likes. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theater Company at the Los Angeles Theater Center, presenting the world premiere of Ghost Waltz by Oliver Mayer, a bold original recovery of Juventino Rosas, one of Mexico's most significant composers. Follow Rosas from his father's early death to his friendship with ragtime genius Scott Joplin, now on stage through June 2nd. Tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. Support for LAist comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies, held on select Fridays in May. Each film touches upon Spanish artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro and The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie by Luis Buñuel. Screenings are at 4.30 p.m. on four consecutive Fridays starting May 10th. More information at nortonsimon.org. This is the L.A. Report. I'm Nick Roman. A top candidate for a seat on the L.A. Unified School Board has now apologized for his social media likes on anti-Semitic and sexually explicit content. Khalid Alamin is running for the District 1 seat in Mid-City, Crenshaw, and South L.A. Details from L.A.'s K-12 education reporter Mariana Dale. Alamin posted an apology online for suggesting a book that promotes anti-Semitic tropes and conspiracy theories be mandatory reading for LAUSD students. The 2022 tweet has since been deleted. His statement read in part, quote, I fully rescind that post. It has no place in our schools, end quote. Alamin is a longtime community organizer and running in a crowded race for Board District 1. The teachers' union that endorsed Al-Alim disavowed his social media activity and said in a statement it is considering, quote, next steps. I'm Mariana Dale. The L.A. City Council today approved stepped-up enforcement of a city law to protect tenants from landlord harassment. The council wants to bring in legal aid groups to help tenants. Since 2021, the city housing department has received more than 10,000 complaints about landlord harassment. Only 24 have been referred to the city attorney for legal action. LAPD Chief Michael Moore has one week left before he retires after 43 years with the department. And today, he made his final appearance with Larry Mantle on AirTalk. Chief Moore led the LAPD through the pandemic with tensions over rules about officers and vaccinations. Months before that, he was sharply criticized for the excessive force and unlawful arrest by officers during the George Floyd protests. Moore also leaves as the LAPD tries to bring the number of sworn officers up to 9,500. It's at just under 8,900 now. Chief Moore says the strategy is to attract people who want purpose in their work with good pay and benefits. I believe we're on a path there. We've got the right mayor. We've got the majority of the council who believes in that uh, and is supporting us. When Chief Moore leaves, Assistant Chief Dominic Choi will serve as the interim while the L.A. Police Commission searches for a permanent top commander for the LAPD. Thanks for listening to the L.A. Report. I'm Nick Roman. Be sure to listen again tomorrow morning when Suzanne Watley brings you the L.A. Report AM edition. 
The LA Report is produced by Libby Rainey and Tiffany Ujiea. Megan Garvey is the executive editor. Catherine Mailhouse is our director of content development. Our engineer is Chewy Mao. Original music by Scott Kelly. You can read more about this evening's stories at LAist.com. You can also listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. You know, listeners like you help make the LA Report possible, so please donate at LAist.com slash join. This podcast is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.